Hello, welcome to Precise Advice, starring Julia Nevico and Serena Mashad. Today we have special guests Buddy and Imani, uh, also known as Matt Calderoni and Ethan Meyer Mayer. Today we'll be discussing the do's and don'ts of relationships, and I'm just gonna start right off the bat with the L word. What do you guys think when I first say the L word? Like, what do you guys? What comes to mind? You know, I think it's a very strong word. I don't know how E Money feels on this concept. I I agree with what Matt's saying. Okay, I also agree that it's kind of like an out there type of word to say. But how about you, Jay? Um, I would say it's like you have to wait a while in a relationship before you really say. Yeah, like, I love you. That's actually our first question: is when do you guys think like the perfect time to say it would be? Because like some people just jump right to, it and other people like E Money. Have you ever said the L word to anyone? No, I have not. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Crap. <laughs> well, okay, so Ethan, your perfect example, when do you think, like, the perfect duration of time would be? I would say it depends on the person, but, yeah. Wow, that was really good. What about you, Caldo? Well, see, I've been in this situation, and I feel through all of the, how do I say this, all, all of the ups and downs, I think that you need to put some more thought into it. Before you just, say, like, say the word? Yep. And make the commitment? You have mm-hmm. to, like... No, everything you know, about think, the person. Think about what you're really dealing with. Mm-hmm. I think that's good advice. Okay, so branching off the L word, we're gonna discuss the spark. And in regards to the spark, like, what do you think? What do you consider the spark is? I think the spark is what really makes it feel special. So the spark is what gives it its unique kind of feeling that makes you feel different about said person rather than anyone else. It feels like you're dragged towards them, kind of. Yeah, I agree with that. And you like get like butterflies when you see them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do boys feel butterflies? Is that just like a girl thing? I don't know if I would say butterflies. It's not to the extent, but more or less, yeah. Like you get giddy? Like if someone's name popped up on your phone, like what do you do? Like what? what's well, your feeling? So going back to the spark con- concept, I feel like the spark is like you're always thinking about that person. They don't leave your mind. But I don't know if I would say that you get giddy. I feel like Kitty's like a girl thing as well. Like I feel like that's kind of the girl's thing. But yeah, like I get I get butterflies when like, said person said person <laughs> <laughs> like comes, comes into play. play. It comes I, into play. Comes in, yeah. Like do you? Yeah, and like I think it's important that like it continues on and like I guess now this would be a good time to like discuss when it's time to kind of call it off because I feel like without the spark or like without that like feeling or excitement not being there anymore like that's kind of your. Yeah, when you're not like clue not. Yeah, to, you definitely don't want to like it. lead them on for too long because right. then it's like yeah, if you're not you're feeling the spark, it's deep. not. Yeah. Yeah, but, well, Srita, you've been dating, um, said person <laughs> for what tw- like over a year. So, like, what's your advice to keep like that spark alive? I guess I think like what Caldo said was like doing things different. You can't do the same routine every like. Obviously, it's hard. Especially during the school year, which is, like, the most difficult time is to keep doing different things. And now that we're in a pandemic, like, you have to just be creative because there's not much we can do in general. So you just have to, like, stay on top of it and find new things to do. Even if it's just, like, stay, like, because, like, me personally, like, I don't mind sitting with the person and not talking. Like, even having, like, just that person's company is, like, nice. No, I I agree with that as well. So, I'd rather be with them than be alone and, so, like, thinking about them. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so branching off the spark and the spark dissipating, we're going to move on to how 
do you decide how to call it off and what to do and how long of a duration of time do you have to be dating to like call it off in certain ways? Um, I would definitely say if you're going to call it off, I wouldn't just like do it out of the blue. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> yeah, and like what is you like what do you guys think is like respectful in that sense of like how do you like if you're the one or if if you someone else was going to like call it off with you, how would you like, do you think it's, like, respectful to call it off through text? Well, so, I think, depend. I mean, it depends on how far you've gone. I don't think it depends on the time frame. I think it depends on how far you moved along and, like, like what... Like, with that person. Yeah, exactly. And, like, so, the experiences. And, and even if you are going to do it over text, I feel like an explanation is deserved, no matter what the scenario is. Even if it's just, like, un- like I honestly just lost feelings. Like, that's... Is that okay? It's better, it's, yeah. it's better than not saying them. anything at all. Yeah, I think yeah. it's better to tell them than not saying anything because they're going to end up sitting there not wondering what they did wrong, and that would upset them more than not saying anything at all. Like, for my, like from me in the past, like I've never been the one to really get like heartbroken, I guess I would say, but I've been the one to like do it, and as, like, as the person who does end the relationship, I, I also feel like, crappy about it because yeah. then i'm like oh I, I like just hurt them and i've done it in the past because i was too afraid to do it in person but you over also facetime yeah but I, you also did it you also did it through a call once. yeah so i, I feel like say. a facetime or like a call is better than a text it's personally. better than a text or nothing like i, I would, think it's I messed that. up when you do it over text if it's a long period of time like if i'm dating someone for over a year I think they deserve the respect of. I would say not even a year. I would say like yeah. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say like a year. I wouldn't give it like a specific like time frame. I would say how far you have moved along, like how much you with that specific person. Yeah, like how deep. Like I I would. It's not like a category that you can be like, oh, this is the point where I shouldn't like text them to break up. Yeah. But whether or not it's text, I still feel like if one person is to end it, they the other deserves an explanation of why. They not yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. I feel like because if. Like, from my point of view, if someone was just to say, oh, it's over without saying anything, it would suck. That would run through my mind all day thinking, like, what oh, what I did do? I do? Yeah, exactly. Right, and, that, and then that fault. goes into, like, the idea of, like, if you don't like someone and you want to end it, where, like, where do you, you don't want to, like, cheat on the next person. Yeah. So, like, going into cheating, like, what do you guys classify cheating as? Like, what is... What I would say when, like, if you're talking to someone or something like that before you end the relationship, like, I feel like even... Do you think talking is considered, like, de- even if you're talking to a depending person? Depending on, like, the situation. Like, talking is in, like... It's flirting and yeah. stuff. Flirting. Not just, like... Talking. Yeah, yeah because that's completely different. Yeah. But, yeah, because I know, like, I feel like cheating ha- occurs a lot, regardless of, like... Cheating even happens in happy relationships. Like, it just happens. I guess this is a good time to, like, branch off into trust now. This wasn't one of our topics, but I feel like it came up because we're branching off cheating and trust. And what is your opinions on trust? Like, what's has to be established? I would say trust is, oh, sorry. I would say trust is, like, really important when it comes with, like, just everything in general. Like, if you break that trust, it's really hard to, like, it's easier to, it's easier to maintain trust than, like, rebuild it. Yeah, I feel like yeah, trust so, is, like, the base ground. That's like, the I've, biggest thing. If you break trust early in the relationship, everything, where do you go everything from else there? You, like, exactly. don't trust the like, person. I've been in the situation where someone has not trusted me, but it wasn't because of something that I did. It was because of their own personal problems. Past. And Yes, and well, I... Well, that goes with insecurity, too. Like, it's exactly. the person you don't, you don't really necessarily... You, or the person you're with, and if you don't have trust for them like it just breaks everything like it ruins everything yeah and exactly it it was almost like 
personally, I had done nothing wrong to break the trust. But in the end, the other person still didn't trust me to do anything. That was a great point, Caldo. Thank you so much for your insight. Honestly, I just have to say thank you so much for being with us here today, Imani and Caldo. You guys have truly been very insightful with this podcast. Thank you for listening to Precise Advice with Julian Evans and Serena Michonne. I hope you have a beautiful evening. Love you guys all. Be you, be true, beautiful. <laughs> what? Sleep tight. <laughs> Don't let the bed bugs bite. Bye. Say bye. Bye. <laughs>